You see that just in case? That just in case is dangerous. Because if we continue with that mindset, the just in case will always pop up. It's always going to be a reality. And so we'll find ourselves being pulled left and right in one direction and the next because we are not clearing out what needs to be cleared out in order for us to have firm goals, in order for us to really cement the things that we want to accomplish. That just in case, if we were to really look at it and be honest, we would realize that that is what has been holding us back. That is what has been having us stagnant or repeating the same unhealthy, toxic, unproductive cycles. Hey love, thank you for joining me. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. If you're new to the podcast, thank you for pressing play. I'm Alicia and this is the Note to Self Diaries podcast where we have open, candid, honest conversations about adulting. You know, the things that we experience that most of us don't want to talk about but we talk about it, you know, to ourselves or amongst our friends. This is the safe space where we navigate through conversation, the highs and lows of adulting. And so I really want to thank you for joining me today. Have you ever had an epiphany or a revelation? And when you realize what you just realize, you're like, wait, but why didn't I know this before? Or why am I just now understanding the essence of this or the importance of this? You know, that that happened to me recently um, in relation to wanting to develop new habits, move away from certain things. And that is what I want to share with you today. And I'm going to use a few examples to bring out my point. And what I want to talk to us about is replacement, so to speak. In the context of wanting something, wanting to move away from certain things, but yet still we, we, we leave room for it. You know, for example, we say we want to lose weight. I know, I know. It's a sensitive topic, but I have to you know, bring it to us. If this doesn't apply to you, if your body is banging, please just allow me a moment, okay? So we say we want to lose weight, right? But yet still we are surrounded by foods that are not healthy. Let's go that route. We say we want to eat healthy. We say we want to treat our bodies better. We say we want to get fit, And when we open our cupboards, when we open our fridge, it's sodas, it's cookies, it's cake, it's, you know, a lot of carbs and stuff like that. And we say to ourselves, you know, I only keep that around because, you know, I might feel for a snack or I might feel to eat it. So I just have it there just in case. You see that just in case, that just in case is dangerous. That just in case is so dangerous because 
if we continue with that mindset, the just in case will always pop up. It's always going to be a reality. And so we'll find ourselves being pulled left and right in one direction and the next because we are not clearing out what needs to be cleared out in order for us to have firm goals, in order for us to really cement the things that we want to accomplish. That just in case, if we were to really look at it and be honest, we would realize that that is what has been holding us back. That is what has been having us stagnant or repeating the same unhealthy, toxic, unproductive cycles. I use the example of food. Another example is, let's say every month, like clockwork, you know, there's this particular friend or perhaps a family member that asks for money. They ask to borrow money. Borrow is used lightly here because nine times out of 10, we don't get it back, right? When we get paid at the end of the month, either the day of or a day after, or maybe a few days after they come to us, Hey, can I borrow $50? Can I borrow a hundred dollars? X, Y, Z. And some of us, what we do is we actually budget for that. Right. So we know uncle so-and-so, auntie so-and-so, or, you know, whomever is going to come and ask for money. And it, as much as it irks us, as much as it annoys us, as much as we would rather save that 50 or a hundred or 150 or whatever the amount, as much as we'd want to save that money, we cost on the inside, but on the outside, we're like, sure, because we budget for it. We're making preparation for that person. We're accommodating them. And so instead of standing firm, instead of saying, you know what, I cannot, I'm not able to, because one thing we're not going to do is proclaim broke over our finances. We're not going to say, oh, I'm broke. I don't have the money. We're not going to speak like that. Because one of the things that my mentor taught me is when you speak like that, you, you actually curse your finances. So if someone comes to you and asks for money, and you don't want to give it to them. Instead of saying, I don't have it, because you do have it, you just don't want to give it to them. Say instead, I can't fulfill that request at this time. It sounds like a mouthful. If if you struggle with boundaries and, and saying no is, is hard for you, I'll admit, like it's it's hard for me sometimes. With practice, you get better at it. So you say that instead of, I don't have it, because you don't want to speak that sort of, death over your finances. When you say that and the person pushes back by saying, okay, so when you're going to have it, you just repeat, I cannot fulfill that request at this time. And eventually they'll get the picture and they'll stop asking. So to my point though, when we make room for certain things, especially the things that we say we want to move away from, the things that we say we no longer want to entertain, we no longer want it to be a part of our lives. When we make room for it, it's always going to be a constant. And so what we'll find happen over time is that we'll end up in this cycle of repeating the same bad habits over and over and over and over again. So as much as we talk and say, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, Once we leave room for that thing, it is always going to be a staple in our lives. To solidify this even more, let's go to relationships, okay? Now, let's say you ended a relationship with someone. 
And let's say to take it a bit further, you said, you know what, I'm going to use this time to focus on me. I'm going to use this time to be a better person. I'm going to use this time to really focus on my goals and do the things that I basically put on the back burner because, you know, I was so focused on this person. We're not cursing them. We're not dissing them. We're not saying that they were the worst. We just realized that, you know what, they were a bit of a distraction and it's no fault of theirs because we allowed them to be a distraction. And so now we're single, we're free. We're saying, you know what, I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to focus on accomplishing my goals. Let's take it a step further. Let's say you decide to be celibate. You say to yourself, okay, I just want to take a break from being intimate. I really just want to focus on me. You may do it for other reasons that you may not want to share with other people and it's none of their business. But let's say you take that a bit further. So we're looking at this example in that context. You ended a relationship, you have decided to be celibate. And so the focus now is being a better version of you so that when you meet the right person, you're whole, right? Now, let's now add the plot twist. You leave space for your ex. And when I say you leave space for your ex, I mean their toothbrush is still in your bathroom. They still have a few essentials at your house, you know, and your reasoning or your justification for that is, you know, sometimes they would come over and they would spend time and we'd hang out and, you know, it gets late. So just in case. You see the just in case coming up again, just in case they need to stay over, they have some things to be comfortable. Let's talk this through as my mentor would say. If it is that you are moving away from that, if it is that you want to focus on you and focus on your goals and you really value your celibacy journey, for example, why would you leave space for that person to just pop up? whenever they feel like. It's hard. It's challenging. Sometimes, you know, we feel as though we're breaking on the inside. But if we're really serious about wanting to develop new habits, wanting to move away from certain things, wanting to mold a new and better life or new and better practices, we're really going to have to suffer our our feelings sometimes, you know, suffer wanting temporary satisfaction for the greater good of the bigger picture. So I, I hope you're understanding what I'm saying in that when you leave room for the things that you want to move away from, it's always going to be there. It is always going to be there. You know, if that ex knows that no matter how many times they pop up, you know, their toothbrush is always there. A few bits of clothing for them is always there. Then they're going to feel as though, well, we're not together, but there's room for me still. Versus throwing out the toothbrush, giving them back their clothes and whatever knickknacks or belongings that they may have at your place, you know, taking that step is going to help you really solidify your decision to focus on you and to focus on the journey that you have decided to embark on. 
Again, it's not always going to be easy. It is going to be challenging. You will be tempted to go back on your word. And what happens when we do that is we feel good in the moment when we're satisfied. Like, for example, when we indulge in the junk food because you might have had a bad day or when we allow the person to come over and spend the night because we want the company and we miss the companionship and whatever we feel good in the moment but you see when that moment pass that is where the guilt sinks in that is where we start to beat ourselves up because what we went back on our word And to make it even worse, the guilt is taken to another level because we left space for that to happen. Instead of clearing the house of all the bad foods, we left a few things lingering. So whenever we were tempted, it was easy to access what we were tempted about or easy to access what we were tempted to indulge in. You know, um, we left the toothbrush and we left the the clothing around so that when he pops up, when she pops up, you know, we can easily say, you know, you can always stay the night, you know, that kind of way. Like, why, why continue to do that to yourself? If you're really serious about wanting to change, wanting to experience change, wanting to build new habits, wanting to develop new practices that are all going to make you do feel and have better, why do we keep leaving space for the bad things or the not so good things? Because some things aren't bad. They're just not good for us at this particular time or they no longer serve us because we're wanting to move away. And so when I was thinking about the new habits that I want to develop for myself or the new practices I want to get into, just really like revamping my life and I was thinking about, you know, why it is I keep falling into this cycle of I would start, I would be all excited when I start, I would go good for a couple of days, maybe even a couple of weeks, and then the temptation would hit and I'm like, boom, right back where I started. When I found myself going through that cycle over and over and over again, and I was thinking about it the other day, God made me realize it's because you keep leaving space. You keep leaving space for the thing that you claim to say you don't want to be a part of your life anymore. And I was like, well, that makes sense. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized you either going to be serious about your decision or you're not going to be serious. There's no in between. It's either you want it or you don't want it. It's either yes or no. It's either you want to develop the good habit or you want to you know, continue to indulge in the not so good habit or the bad habit. Whichever one you choose, you can't complain because you have to accept that you made the choice. You made this decision. And so wherever you find yourself, if if it is that you too are constantly in this cycle of repeating the same old habits over and over and over again, you have to pause and ask yourself, am I allowing room for this thing to remain, which is why it keeps popping up? You say you want to eat healthy. You say you want to exercise more and, you know, develop a healthy lifestyle. But yet still, when you come home from working out, let's say you take the step to exercise consistently. But then when you come home and you open your cupboard and you're hungry, you go in your fridge and you're hungry after a workout, you're met with 
cake and sodas and cookies and pie and all these things looking at you like, pick me, pick me, pick me. You know, let's say you want to really take time off of being intimate and you want to focus on, on healing and being whole and, and, you know, really coming to love and value yourself. But yet still, anytime he calls, anytime she calls, you're available because you left space for them. You get where I'm coming from? So that's one of the answers, I believe, to the question, why do I keep repeating this cycle? We keep repeating the cycle because we're leaving space. And so we either have to close that gap, as in go cold turkey, depending on how decisive and how serious you are, or you have to make a decision. You know what? I'm removing this, but I'm replacing it with this. I'm removing the bad foods and I'm replacing it with the healthy foods. I'm removing the bad practice or practices and I'm replacing it with healthy practices, positive practices. I'm removing he, she, and I'm replacing it or filling that void with love of self, truly valuing myself, truly learning or growing to understand what it means to love myself so that the next person I attract would be someone who is sort of mirroring the good that I took the time to cultivate. One of the things that my my mentor shared with me is that I believe it's a law, please don't quote me, but I believe it's called the law of substitution, where if you're going to take away something, you have to replace it with something else. Otherwise, the void remains. We all want companionship. Let's be honest. We all want to share our life with someone. Well, no, correction. Let me not say we all, because some people are good with being single. They're good at being by themselves. They don't really care for none of that lovey-dovey romance type stuff. Some of us, on the other hand, want that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You've heard me say time and time again, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if it is that you have decided to really focus on you, especially, let me be clear on this, especially if you realize that there are certain toxic um, habits that keep reoccurring in your relationships, there are certain types of people that you keep attracting that aren't necessarily good for your health. And when I say health, I don't mean like just physical health, but like good for your mental health more so. If you realize that there is a particular pattern that keeps reoccurring and you realize, okay, no, this has to stop. This really has to stop. Like I deserve better. I deserve to be loved correctly. I deserve to be happy and have a healthy relationship. If that is now your goal, then you have to understand that that decision has to be solid. And it's not a it's not a one-off where we make the decision today and the enthusiasm and the motivation or inspiration in which we made the decision remains. It's a daily choice. It is a daily choice. So when you get that, you know, that <laughs> that problematic text, um, hey, can I come over? What you up to? Do you want to chill? Do you want to hang out? And you know that as much as you and the person worked at one point, there are certain behaviors that they possess or there's a, a side of you that comes up when you're around them that you're not comfortable with or you don't necessarily like and you want to move away from, you're going to have to like stiffen that backbone and be like, nah, I'm good. Or, you know, like find a way to just honor your word and honor your decision. 
And the same applies to the health example that I, I, I used throughout this session. If you decide to be healthy or focus on being healthy and focus on developing and maintaining a healthy lifestyle and your friend message you and say, do you want pizza? You're going to have to find that courage <laughs> to say, no, I'm good. And when you go to your fridge, you know, find a healthy alternative to satisfy that craving or, you know, that temptation or whatever the case may be. The point of the matter is we have to stop holding space for the things that either no longer serve us or the things that we want to like truly move away from so that we can then focus our time and our energies to cultivating better for ourselves. Focus on becoming better so that we can then attract better. You get me? I hope something that I that I would have said would have connected. We have to stop leaving room. We have to stop holding space. And in order to do that, we have to decide what we truly want and stick to that decision. We have to choose ourselves, choose our goal, choose the end goal every single day because it's not always going to be a walkover. It might be a walkover today, but it may be a challenge tomorrow. You might have overcome the temptation today, but then the temptation is coming even harder tomorrow. So it's a daily choice until we are looking that goal in the eye and we're able to say, yeah, I worked hard to get you. Okay. I made sacrifices to get you. You're not going anywhere. That is what I wanted to share with us today, that in order for us to get out of this vicious cycle of repeating the same bad habits, the same negative patterns, we have to stop holding space and leaving room for the things that we want to move away from. I truly hope that today's session was encouraging. I hope it it opened your eyes and challenged your perspective. Um, And I hope too that it would have been helpful to you in some way, especially if you're able to say, yes, I do find myself in this situation. I do find myself in this predicament and I can relate 100% to what you're talking about. If that is the case, I would love to hear your feedback on today's session. I would love to hear your views on the topic, your personal stories, even on um, where you are now, the things you want to move away from, the challenges you may be having and what you're working on doing so that it's no longer a back and forth. You can send your comments to Alicia at noteselfdiaries.com. That's A-L-I-C-I-A at noteselfdiaries.com. Or for my social media lovers, you can slide into my DMs on Instagram at Diaries and share your feedback there. Again, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your continued support of the podcast. And until our next session, take care. <music>